0: It's time for episode 152 of the Clockwise Podcast from Relay FM, recorded Wednesday, August the 31st, 2016. Clockwise, four people, four technology topics, 30 minutes.
1: Welcome back to Clockwise, the tech podcast that goes round and round where it stops. Nobody knows. I'm your co-host, Dan Morin, and around and around the country for me is my co-host, Mr. Jason Snell. Hi, Jason. Doesn't everybody know it stops after 30 minutes? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm too dizzy by the end. Usually. Oh, I see. All right. People don't know that we do this on a merry-go-round. It's it's one of the secrets that being concealed by your excellent podcast. Editing. Uh, this is the show where we talk about four tech topics with two wonderful guests to my left. Uh, The host of Less Than or Equal here on the Relay Network, Ms. Aline Sims. Hi, Aline. Hey. Welcome back.
2: Thank you. I'm happy to be here.
1: And to my left, he's, let's see,
0: a photographer, a writer, a coffee drinker. It's Jeff Carlson. Who
1: else would it be? Hi, Jeff. Hello. Triple Threat. Is coffee a threat now? Oh, no. Threat or menace?
3: (laughs) Lack of coffee is the threat.
1: So let's kick off our tech topics. I'll start it off today. Uh, There was an announcement yesterday from Sonos, the folks who make those wireless speakers, uh, that not only are they doing some integrations with Spotify, uh, which is obviously a very popular music streaming service, but that they're also working together with Amazon to allow you to voice control your Sonos speakers via your Echo. As a result, I've had a tab open in my browser with a Sonos at it and been looking at it longingly every hour. <laughs> or so uh so my question is is this something that's intriguing to you as the idea of voice uh control sort of goes further specifically in this case are you intrigued in either an echo if you have a sonos or a sonos if you have an echo or is this all just bore you aline what do you think
2: well it seems like we're talking about the internet of home things a lot every time i'm on clockwise <laughs> um I'm not interested in Sonos uh, specifically. We have so many speakers. My husband and I work from home. um, So we have headphones on a lot and we don't generally play music, you know, in in rooms. Sonos specifically doesn't interest me, but... I am really excited to see more companies working together to kind of integrate services and products more. So I'm excited for the implication of what more might come in the future.
0: I've got a uh, Sonos 1 and uh, a and, uh, Play 5 too. And I think... I'm very excited about this, although I've got some trepidation. I don't know what the details are going to be, but I've thought for a while now that although I like my Amazon Echo in in the kitchen, I'm very frustrated because it's not as good a speaker as the Sono speakers. Like the Play One is a much better speaker, and the Play Five is is really excellent. So the idea of having both, um, or having at least one be able to control the other, really excites me. You can sort of do that. You can't really do it today. You can put you can put the audio from one out the other, but it's it's not the same. It's not it's not going to do everything you need it to do. And it is frustrating, because I enjoy telling uh, uh, the Echo to play music. I almost said her name, but we must not speak her name. Um, to to uh, play music, and the music doesn't sound that great. It's fine, but it's not as good as the other speakers I've got in the house. So having this stuff all come together and work together, I'm actually pretty excited about. It, it opens up the idea that maybe what I will end up doing is Getting an Echo Dot and having that be somewhere where I can talk to it, and then have the Sonos stuff somewhere else uh, that I where where uh, I can listen to it. Because right now the the speaker is the microphone, and that's not necessarily the case down the road. Um, I I doubt though. One of the things I really do on a Sonos is listen to Apple Music, and somehow I doubt that Amazon is going to be interested in integrating Apple Music inside. Uh, Echo in any form, so we'll have to see about that. But I'm a fan of the Echo, and I'm a fan of Sonos stuff. So the more they can do the get together, the better.
3: I actually uh, really like the idea of this. Um, I have a, a Sonos Play Five uh, because we don't have a very large living room, and um, the Sonos like fills the space uh, just perfectly. I know that my daughter would love to be able to just you know tell it what to play because usually, uh, the voice command is dad play this. Um, and so the, the, the convenience is there. Uh, I'm not really excited about, um, getting the, the echo as the, the mechanism to do that. Uh, partially because I, I just haven't bought into the echo yet. Um, I mean, honestly, what I would really like is uh, for Sonos to implement some sort of Siri support. So even if it's just um, saying "Hey," ah, to you spoke her name. No, oh, I did. I did it. Sorry. And sure enough, yep, just popped up on my uh, phone there. <laughs> Sorry. Say it three times, and she shows up.
1: It's <laughs> true. You have to usually. I do have to say it like three times.
3: <laughs> it would be nice to be able to do that, even if it's through like, like some other device. Um, so, uh yes, it it's it's very cool. Um if if uh Amazon and Echo are involved, I sort of doubt that um that that Siri support will be coming uh hand in hand, but you never know. I I honestly didn't think that Apple Music would show up on Sonos, and I think that's pretty much uh where I listen to most of my music now from it.
1: Yeah, I mean, interesting all around. I, I think I agree that the Apple Music showing up on uh, on the Echo is unlikely. Siri support seems unlikely with this close a partnership, but it's not out of the question. I mean, it's smart move on both their parts, right? Because Sonos obviously doesn't want to spend the time reinventing the wheel and developing voice recognition technology. That's kind of outside of their balawick. And, you know, the Echo, I, I find my Echo actually fine for most, you know, like music or often I use it to listen to the radio or podcast. And for that stuff, it's great. Um And I think that that it's smart, you know, to sort of team up the two of them. Um, but I I also, you know, this also has me interested in something like in in perhaps paying for Spotify, because if there is a Spotify integration here, well, maybe that makes more sense for my use cases. Uh, overall though, I, am really excited. I kind of had been sitting on an idea of buying a a Sonos play one. Um, and now this is definitely something that's pushing me uh, even further towards that. So if I haven't clicked on it by the end of this podcast, uh, I might be surprised at myself anyway. Thank you all for your uh, opinions on that. Let's go to our second topic. Aline, what do you got for us?
2: All right. I need some help. My husband's birthday is this week, and I don't know what to get him. I've looked at his Amazon wish list. I've racked my brain. We're also kind of in this period where we're trying to downsize and get rid of things, um, I did briefly consider ordering the much much talked about and coveted tea robot, uh, but it would be a gift for myself because he doesn't actually drink tea. Uh mm. but hey honey, I got you this'll this'll make <laughs> me happier, so you'll be happier. Um but what do you get for a man who has almost everything when what he really wants is a new MacBook Pro, which he can't have because they haven't been announced yet.
0: Uh I've got a couple things. Well, one is I think you might be able to finesse the T robot by explaining how happy it will make you and also how uh, much less work will go into making you happy in the morning with tea because the robot will mm-hmm. take care of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure this will work, but I just wanted to put it out there because I do love the tea robot. Uh, the other <laughs> suggestion I've got is get him something uh, nice and and little um whether it's a uh, a card or something that something that's fairly small anyway, and have uh, make your own coupon that is the new MacBook Pro or something like that, and sort of like tie mm. it to that as a promissory thing. I think g- given that you're trying to reduce your your clutter um, and that what he really wants is a MacBook Pro, maybe there's some way to use that while still giving him something on the day that makes him uh, feel good. That's my bad advice, Jeff.
3: <laughs> well I'm realizing that, that the first thing that I'm thinking of um, really goes the opposite direction from downsizing and clutter uh, but from a technology standpoint um, the the thing that jumps to mind is uh, some sort of a virtual reality system and I know it's it's early days in in the uh, the, the whole field um, but uh, like something like like the the oculus rift or the uh, HTC vive um, they're they're really cool. Um, I've uh, quick disclaimer. I've done some contract writing for HTC, but that's also allowed me to uh, spend some time working with the Vive. And uh, until you actually uh, experience it you think oh yeah well we've we've looked at vr for years and um you know it's 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 always coming down the pike and it only looks kind of interesting but when you're in that sort of immersive world um it's it's really really cool the other side of that though is that it's still really expensive uh you'll need a, a beefy windows pc computer um and you know it's it's Like I said, it's early days, and so things are still being developed. Um, But a lot of the stuff that's out there uh, is is really cool. So that would definitely take his breath away, Um, and you might lose him for several hours, and then you could go and drink tea with your tea robot.
1: (laughs) Does he need an Echo and or a Sonos? Um, (laughs) I... uh, uh, I I, I kind of agree with Jason's idea, although I'm wondering: can you swing both the T Robot and the MacBook Pro in some sort of quid pro quo arrangement? Because I think that that's the winning; everybody wins then, right? Uh, oh yeah, well, you know, I got this T Robot to tide you over until the MacBook Pros come out. <laughs> Right. Um, I I think that that's that's a winning solution right there, and and I like the idea of I'm I'm alternately terrible and and awesome at presents, but like the awesomeness is so random, I can never plan for it. Like every once in a while, I stumble across that awesome present, and most of the time, I just sort of sit around thinking oh, my God, what do I get this person? So uh, I wish I would be more useful, but my answer is always try You know, if, if there's something that they want, you get them that thing. You just have to come up with a clever way perhaps to package it if it's not actually in existence by the date of the actual birthday. So I like the coupon idea or a card or an Apple gift card. That always goes well. Hey, you could save this and buy that MacBook Pro when it comes out, or you could go splurge all of that money on something right now that puts the onus on him.
2: It does. I was thinking of getting him a a dock, a smart connector dock for his uh, 12.9 inch iPad Pro. Um, So I might go with that route until, you know, we know more about the MacBook situation. Um, But he does have to take the cover off and it's a little fiddly. And so, you know, we'll see what what ends up shaking out. But uh, thank you all for your ideas.
0: I see we're helping people here. Mm -hmm. isn't that good that's why we got into this dan right that's to help Mm, people yes
1: we're to help people all
0: right uh we have uh two topics down two topics left to go it's halftime let me tell you about our halftime sponsor this episode of clockwise is brought to you by the very fine people at linode linode is a combination of high performance ssd linux servers spread across eight data centers around the world and that makes it a fantastic solution for your server infrastructure you can get a server up and running in under a minute plans start at just ten dollars a month which now will get you two gigabytes of RAM. You can choose your resources, your Linux distro, your node location, all right from the manager tool. And once you're up and running, you can easily deploy, boot and resize your virtual server with just a few Clicks. It's a great for tasks like running a private Git server, hosting large databases, running a mail server, operating powerful applications, and a whole lot more. This is what I use for all of my web operations. I have a Linux server. I was just looking at it yesterday because we're getting to the end of the month, and I have eight terabytes of transfer as part of my plan, and I've used ninety two percent of it. So I'm wow. getting up there, but well, running a podcast network, you transfer a lot of data. It turns out, but it does it. it, it we I think we never got within like I think we had ten percent of our of our bandwidth that we used at any one time because these data centers are so speedy. So whether you're running a CMS or a podcast network or your own blog or something else that is not what I do with it, uh, Linode servers can uh, do it because they've got industry-leading native SSD storage, the 50 gigabit network internally, and all the power you'll need to get your tasks done. So you can get $20 toward any Linode plan by signing up because you listen to this show. Go to linode.com/clockwise. That's linode.com slash clockwise. That's linod ecom slash clockwise. You'll support us. You'll get those $20 toward any plan. You get a seven-day money-back guarantee, so there's nothing to lose in signing up. And uh, you can also use the promo code clockwise20 at checkout if you want to do it that way. Linode.com slash clockwise. Thank you, Linode, for sponsoring Halftime at Clockwise. All right. Topic number three is mine. Apple just announced a $20 a month, two terabyte iCloud Storage plan, and it made me curious about how much cloud storage. I currently have, and I wondered about how much cloud storage all of you have and what you pay for it, and maybe even if you use it. I'll go first just to set the table here and give you all time to ponder all of this storage. I have a terabyte in iCloud that costs me $10 a month, mostly because I have my entire photo library in there, but there's a lot of free space. I have a terabyte in Dropbox. That costs $99 a year. I have a terabyte terabyte in OneDrive because I pay for Office 365, which costs $99 a year. And I have 15 gigabytes and that's all in Google Drive because I'm using a free Google Apps version and I'm not using Google for photos, which seems weird that the one place where I don't have a lot of storage is, is Google Drive, but that's the way it is. So three terabytes plus of cloud storage that I'm paying for. And how much of it am I using? Not a lot. I would say it's probably like maybe 10%, if that, of that storage space. So that's me. Jeff, how
3: about you? My cloud storage is a lot like yours. Um, I recently had to jump to the one terabyte level for iCloud, um, Mostly photos. Uh, also, activating things like uh, desktop and documents folders in iCloud under the the beta. Oh, oh yeah, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although, uh, because I just jumped, I still have like eight hundred gigs left, so uh, it seems really roomy right now. We'll see once once uh, Mac OS Sierra really hits uh, if if that stays there. Um, I also have um, you know the the one terabyte with Dropbox that I use quite a lot. Um, and uh, I haven't upped my uh, my Google Drive amount because I'm I'm also using the Google Photos, but the 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 free tier. Um, oh, and it should probably also include uh, Flickr one terabyte of of storage. And uh, again, like uh, I'm using uh, probably a very small fraction of that. I think Dropbox gets most of it, but it's nice to have. I don't know if. If twenty dollars for two terabytes, that, that that sounds kind of expensive to me. Maybe because um, Dropbox has like a plan where uh, it's a business plan for twelve fifty and it's unlimited storage. But um, I don't know that we are going to be putting more and more stuff in the cloud, and uh, it, like it seems overall worth it. It's just. Um, the, the, the thing that gets me about this is it's it's all the little cuts. It's like, uh, you know, $10 to Apple and, uh, you know, a few dollars per month yeah. for, for Dropbox. And pretty soon you're like, wait a minute, how am I spending so much money? Oh, it's the little pieces.
1: Ah, uh, the little pieces. Um, let's <laughs> see. I've got uh, what, 200 gigabytes of iCloud storage for whatever whatever plan that is. I think it's like three bucks a month um dropbox i seem to have worked i was just looking i seem to have worked my way up to 26 gigabytes without paying for anything so i'm not really sure (laughs) what i'm doing there but i should keep doing it uh because i've only got about 14 gigabytes used uh One drive, which I never use i have five gigabytes, Google Drive, I have whatever the heck the default is i 'm not even sure and it won 't load for me right now so um i mean i've mainly gotten away without having to pay extra for storage cloud storage, and I think in large part that 's because i'm just a I tend to be fairly careful about what I use it for um and b the big stuff uh is really the photos, and that 's all in iCloud photo library, so you know that three bucks a month sort of takes care of it there. Um, Apple's always had trouble with pricing its cloud storage and uh, I got a rant coming at some point about how they should really just toss that 99 cents charge for the uh, 50 gigs of storage and give it away um but it's yeah it is it definitely adds up i hate that it it is also so diversified because then i have to think about you know i tend to put everything in dropbox because i don't want to have to figure out did i store this in in OneDrive? did i store this in google drive where did i put this thing um and so you know it, it is sort of fragmented and weird to have to manage but it does seem like you can't really trip without ending up with five gigs of storage from somebody or other <laughs>
2: So I am paying 99 cents for 50 gigs of um, iCloud storage. I was one of those people bitten in the early days by iCloud and I don't, like to use it. I know they've revamped everything. I know it's much more stable now. Like I, I understand all of these things. I still don't like using it. So, um, I pay 99 cents so that I am sure to have enough storage to back up my iPad and my iPhone. Um, so I'm currently using, uh, 11.6 gigs of that 50 gigabytes and I pay the 10 bucks a month for Dropbox. Um, and I'm only using something like 5% of my 1 terabyte. So, you know, maybe, maybe not super worth it. Um, I also have an, a free, unlimited Dropbox account through the university where I teach. And so if that continues on another semester, um, I might just get rid of what I'm paying and, and use it through the university. Um, and then we also have a server. So that's where my photo storage is, is all on the server. And then it's backed up through Backblaze and we're good to go if I need any of any of that information. I know it's all safe. So that's not, I mean, it, it, technically in the cloud, but it's not in Google Photos or, or these other services that we're uh, currently associating with photo storage services. Clouds,
0: so many clouds. And so many things in them. When will it rain, Jason? Yeah, we just wait for it. All our data is going to rain out.
2: Raining bites.
0: Uh, Thank you all. Um, I will take all of your comments and store them in the cloud. Uh, Jeff Carlson, it's time for your topic. What do you have for us?
3: Just recently, backchannel Stephen Levy published an exclusive look at how uh, Apple's integrating machine learning and AI into all of its products. And my question is, is this new technology such a significant breakthrough? Or is it really just a fantastic spin on features that provide minor conveniences like like knowing where you parked your car, anticipating a destination, suggesting music, and so forth.
1: You know it's really interesting that they did this because I think a big part of it is Apple does tend to be very quiet about its announcements, and there were of course, a lot of sort of rumblings that oh they're falling behind on artificial intelligence, and so certainly some of this was spin control to say, hey look we're not we're not falling behind we're ahead of the curve. Um, but it's fascinating because they aren't big flashy features, uh, and yet they talked about how deeply ingrained machine learning was to a lot of different teams and how they're trying to take advantage of it and all these different features. And, and some of them do seem like minor conveniences, but they are clever. I mean, I'm always surprised, you know, I, I'll uh, open up, uh, use the Spotlight, like, uh, suggest app suggestions every once in a while. Um, because I go to launch like Overcast and it'll notice, oh, you've got a Bluetooth, uh, Bluetooth speaker connected. You'll probably want to launch Overcast and there it is. And I don't even think about it other than it's there. Um, and that's really clever. It's not big and flashy. It's not the, you know, Siri, um, being really great at responding to all of our queries could still it could use some work. Um, but it is really interesting to see a very specific how Apple takes advantage of these features and develops this technology and how it uses it to sort of bring intelligence to a lot of different things we do, even if it's not the super prominent example that we're all expecting.
2: Yeah, I kind of agree. I think that it's... You know, we're, we're early days with the AI stuff still, even though it's been the promise of the future for, for decades now. So, but this, this robust learning is still pretty new. And so I, I tend to think it is probably a breakthrough. We just don't realize the extent of it yet as we see more and more incremental improvements, which really seems the way that things are Going now, you know. Five or ten years ago, we we made great leaps in technologies, um, and now I don't know if it's just because it's kind of old hat and we're used to it, and it doesn't seem as as big, or if um, if it actually is more incremental. But it it kind of seems like we're laying a foundation layer, and then you know we're putting we're putting a little bit on top of that, and then eventually it'll build into something that we perceive as being amazing. But yeah, I think that I think that it's important and cool, and maybe maybe the beginning stages of the robot uprising I don't know we'll see
0: yeah I, I was just on uh, Twitter with Leo Laporte last weekend and we were talking about this because he said at some point isn't te- hasn't technology gotten boring is that is this all there is because you know smartphones were a huge thing I think maybe the biggest thing in, in sort of this generation of technology is the smartphone that we may not see it's like again for a very long time but he said where do we go from here and that was that AI came up as a as a, a thought and I think it is one of those areas that could completely change how we view the world world. And it may happen in five years, but it probably will be more like 10 or 15. If you can think about when they first introduced personal computers and how long it took before everybody really embraced computers, that was a multi-decade process before it got good enough that people, regular people, all the people, not just computer nerds, could embrace that stuff. And uh, I think the same is going to happen with AI. That Right now, it's not very good but it's getting better and it will continue to get better and the the question is are we do we need to wait 15 years for it to get better or is the rate of change of technology in our society moving so fast that it's going to get better really fast see a up, robot uprising as previously mentioned so uh, but i think it's one of the most along with something like vr and ar i think these are the frontiers of technology that are going to really change how we interact with the world in the next decade or or two maybe
3: What I think is interesting about it is that it seems to be – uh, in large part like uh, under the surface some, some of the most interesting things from the article I found were um, not just that that uh, Apple is adding these conveniences to um, your sort of everyday experience um, but they also mentioned that that because of uh, machine learning algorithms um, they are working to improve uh, battery life in, in the iPhone and um, things like that that, that I think uh, you know foundational changes changes they are going to happen uh kind of quietly except in in times like this where apple feels like it needs to say oh no no actually we are working on this um i think that will probably happen sooner rather than later but um one question is like will we even notice it will we just sort of see that oh hey you know my my phone got like an extra hour more of battery um is that because of a better battery is that because of the little uh squirrel brain running around inside of it who knows
1: hey all my emails are answering themselves that's great
2: oh i need that
3: (laughs) so so that's that's really really fascinating to me i think it's 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 cool and want to learn more um i also thought it was very fascinating Mm -hmm. that um apple is, is 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 Kind of taking a parallel track for this, uh, a big part of the article was how Apple is is working hard to maintain that that privacy and how a lot of the processing is being done on device instead of just throwing all your personal information up into the cloud somewhere
1: and that's all of our four tech topics for today, but we have just enough time for a bonus topic. Jason, who brings us this fine bonus topic? This bonus topic is brought to you by fine people at Mac Weldon, which means I suppose technically,
0: The bonus topic is brought to you by Comfortable Underwear, Socks, Shirts, Undershirts, Hoodies, and Sweatpants. In fact, perhaps the most comfortable ones you'll ever wear. Some of them have silver in them, which means that they don't stink because they're naturally antimicrobial, which is really good. They're comfortable. They're friendly. I'm not going to tell you if I'm wearing any Mack Weldon stuff right now because it makes some people uncomfortable. But sometimes I do. It could be now or it could not be now. I'm not saying. I uh, the stripey socks, I I do love the stripey socks that they've great got. Socks. It's really easy to socks. buy uh stuff on their website. They've got a really nice, well-designed website. Uh and if you're afraid of buying clothing online, don't worry about it because if you don't like your first pair, you keep it. They'll refund your money, no questions asked. They want you to be comfortable at Mac Weldon, and uh, the the worst thing you, you need is underwear, socks, shirts that make you uncomfortable. That is not what Mac Weldon is all about. They're great for just about any use, working out, going to work, going out on dates, you name it. And here's the best part 20% off. You've listened this far and clockwise, this is what you get. This is your reward 20% off. Any order, MacWeldon.com, use code clockwise, 20% off. Thank you to Mac Weldon for the support of this show and of all of Relay FM and for the very comfortable underwear and socks that
1: I may or may not be wearing right now. Dan, what's the bonus question? All right. My question for you is, what is your favorite kind of donut? Presuming you eat donuts.
2: Uh, I actually don't eat donuts. Uh, What's your favorite
1: theoretical (sighs) kind of donut? (laughs)
2: Um, I used to really like uh, plain, not not glazed, but donuts with chocolate, icing, and almonds. Um, And maybe I can find a gluten-free one in Portland next week. Mm, There you
0: go. Chocolate... Old-fashioned, Dan. And then Mm -hmm. second place is like a cinnamon roll, which isn't really a donut. Good
3: choice. I've got to say that uh, the apple fritter ranks pretty high, but I kind of go for the traditional maple bar. Not wow. not the old fashions, but the the, the puffy, probably mm-hmm. worse for you, donuts.
1: Uh, myself, I was tempted to say the double chocolate donut, but since I am from the Northeast, I'm going to say there's nothing that beats a fresh, piping hot cider donut. That is the stuff right there.
3: What is a cider
1: donut? <laughs> what is a cider donut, my friend? You have missed out. I'm from the West Coast. I don't know yet. It's delicious. It's like cinnamon and sugar cider donut. It's i you know we'll we'll go look it up. It's cool. That's our four topics and our bonus topic. All that remains is to thank our guests, Aline Sims. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. And Jeff Carlson. There's never enough coffee, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that's correct. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and
0: Dan, we did it. We made it through one more time. So we'll be back next week, a special show next week. Uh, I will be reporting live from the Apple event, post-Apple event, and we'll talk about what Apple announced live in San Francisco next week. Um, and then, Dan, we'll be back with you in two weeks. Indeed. So until then, we remind you, watch what you say. And keep watching the clock. I'm watching it right now. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I heard the garbage we dry.
1: almost beat it it hasn't gotten to my house yet <laughs> i heard a big <laughs> if we yeah if we didn't have a uh, if we didn't have the bonus sponsor we would have made it with time yeah. to spare but that really that added okay so uh cider donuts are usually which happen in the fall are cake donuts with apple cider in the batter which gives it sort of like a denser moisture flavor and they're usually covered with powdered sugar or cinnamon sugar they're delicious. And usually if you go to like an apple orchard and go apple picking, they usually sell them there. Um they're sometimes very small too. You can get like little mini ones. They're fantastic. Highly recommended.
3: I am moving to New
1: England right now. Come on. Come on. What are you waiting for?